Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. Praise God. Before you're seated, I want to read one verse of Scripture. But I pray God help us, amen, to just free up our faith in Him for this morning for whatever you need, even if it's somebody, something that somebody else needs. Amen. You can stand on, in their behalf and ask God to touch them as well. Hebrews 11.1 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen. And I want to preach on this subject. You don't have to plan for your miracle. You don't have to plan for your miracle. Before you're seated, would you just pray and praise God right now and just let your faith be free and let the Word of God uh, increase your faith. In Jesus' name, Lord, we believe. We believe, Lord. Help us, God, uh, to believe your Word today and to believe for our miracle today. Amen. Right now, before we leave this place, in Jesus' name, God bless you. You may be seated. You don't have to plan for your miracle. We plan in advance for a lot of things that in our minds, without that planning, we would not expect those things to happen at all or to not happen very well. We plan for special dinners. We plan for special get-togethers. We plan for vacations. We plan for weddings and holidays and special occasions, uh, all kinds of things. And our expectations for the outcome of these special events and things are based on our plan and all the time and effort we invested in advance in that plan. Amen. But I want to tell you this morning, unequivocally and without hesitation, you don't have to plan to receive your miracle from Jesus this morning. Pastor, I wish you would have announced last week that we were going to receive miracles uh, this week so I would have had a plan so seven days I could have planned. Amen. I'm telling you, that's why we're not saying anything because you don't have to have a plan. Amen. Sometimes a plan gets in the way. What you need is faith in God. Praise God. Just simple faith in God, it'll do the trick. Amen. It'll do the job. Praise God. You don't have to jump through a bunch of hoops to receive your miracle from God. Amen. See, we get this idea in our minds that circumstances have to be just right before we can have our miracle. We got to feel a certain way. Amen. Things have to be a certain way. We had to get up a certain way that morning. Amen. Or maybe a certain person or people need to be there for that miracle to take place. But I'm telling you, God is ready to do anything for anybody, anytime. Oh, let your faith rise up when you hear the word today. Amen. I read about a miracle that Jesus performed in John chapter number 5 when we, we see a, a very pathetic and uh, sad scene uh, of, a, of a pool that is, was designed and mainly made uh, to water sheep. Amen. But uh, people 
uh, that were impotent, that were crippled, that were uh, just maimed or very sick, amen, were gathered around this pool because some, somehow, some way in the past, an angel would come down at a certain season. And nobody knew when that season was and when it would happen again, but a certain season, an angel would come. And those people that were gathered around that pool, they were sick, they, were, they, they tried everything else, and, and they were hoping for this angel because when the waters were troubled, the angel would come and trouble the waters. And the first person that got in the pool would get their healing. Amen. But only one person per troubling of water. And then they had to wait for another season, which nobody knew. So their eyes were peeled 24-7. They didn't even hardly want to sleep because they didn't want to miss it. Because it could happen at midnight. It could happen at 3 in the morning. It could happen any time. And we find that in this group of people that are in rough shape, there was a paralyzed man Amen at this pool and he had been in this condition for 38 long years. We don't know how long he laid by the poolside, but we know he was in this condition for 38 years. He waited and he watched along with all the other sick people for the troubling of the waters by the angel. He had his plan. He had his strategy. Amen. Amen. He had to wait for something to occur that he had no control over. And then he had to compete with all the rest of the people around him to try to get in the water. Unfortunately, many of these people were not mobile. They couldn't even move. He had to drag himself with his hands. Amen. And by the time he was even getting a couple inches forward, somebody else got in there and got their healing. Amen. Because it was just at a certain season, one person would be healed. Amen. But I'm telling you, when Jesus came, praise God, and he walked up to that man in the pool, and he said, do you want your healing? And you know what the man said? He started reciting the plan. He said, he didn't even answer that question. He said, do you want your healing? He said, sir, I don't have anybody to help me into the pool when the waters are troubled. But everybody gets in there before me. And I've seen it year after year, all these years I've been here. And everybody's got their healing but me. And Jesus is probably looking at him and saying, that's not the question I asked you. Amen. And Jesus probably said, this pool has nothing for you. Amen. This pool has nothing for you. I have something for you right now. So let me ask you again. Do you want to be healed? Yes, I do. Okay, take up your bed and go home. And that guy had not walked for 38 years. He got up. He rolled up his little mat. And he went home. You don't have to plan for your miracle. You just need Jesus right on the scene. And you need faith to believe. If that guy would have said no for some reason, no, I don't want to be healed, then Jesus wouldn't have healed him. Amen. He would have moved on. Amen. Because God wants to see faith. Jesus wants to see faith. Do you want it? Amen. Of course, God wants us to be healed, but we got to want to be healed. Amen. We don't need a plan. All we need is a hunger. We don't need a plan. All we need is a thirst. All we need is faith and expectation that he can do it right here, right now, for me. For me. 
Now, our text verse says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, notice those first two words, now faith. I know that's really not in the context, but that's the way I like to see it. I want, I got to have now faith. That's what it's talking about. Amen. Because it takes the place, amen, of real substance and amen, of real things, things that haven't happened that we're having faith for. Amen. That's the evidence our faith takes the place. And the, the things we're hoping for, that's the substance that our, evidence, that our faith fills in the blank for a while until it happens. Amen. But we need now faith because, see, it's much easier to have yesterday faith or past faith than now faith. If you tell me, amen, you know, tell me a story about somebody that got healed last year or whatever, I believe you. Praise God. Or if you tell me, amen, you know, God wants to heal you sometime in the future. And that's, a, that's an open subject. I can have faith because it's open-ended. It's easy to have faith for the future. But what about right now? What about at 12127 Pine Street in the city of Norwalk at 1035 a.m.? Amen. On uh, June 11th, 2023, do you got faith that God can do it right now before we leave? This place in Jesus' name. That's the faith where the rubber meets the road. So it's easier to have yesterday faith. It's easier to have tomorrow faith or future faith than now faith. And you know, sometimes it's easier to have other people faith rather than faith for our own selves. Oh, I believe you can get your healing, Josiah, but I don't know about me. I know God really loves you and cares for you. I think he cares for me too. But, you know, somehow we can believe for other people. But God wants the same for us. Amen. We need now faith. Now faith is faith that will stand up and jump into action and believe that God can do it for me right now and right here. Amen. And I pray right now, I'm praying the whole way here in the back of my mind, Lord, let faith rise up in our hearts. Let faith rise up in our hearts because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and the word of God is going forth and let faith come right now. Amen. Because we are not going to leave this place before we demonstrate our faith. You see, we're serving a spontaneous God. And the word spontaneous means spur of the moment and ready right now. Praise God. And God is spontaneous. And you know what? He responds to spontaneous faith. That means now faith. So let's drop the preconceived notions of, well, you know, i got to prepare now. Let me go out in the backyard of the church. I hope some cars are out of the way so I can go do some spiritual push-ups. And maybe I'll be able to come back in and get my miracle. Oh, no. You can just have your faith right now. Amen. So let's drop the preconceived notions. Let's get rid of the misconceptions about his ability, uh, amen, to do miracles, signs, wonders, divine healings, uh, amen, on the spot right now, right here with you. Praise God. He can do it right now with us. And most of all, let's not doubt him or his ability to do these things. Amen. Because we have these misconceptions of how he can work and when he can work 
and where he can work and on whom's behalf, whose behalf he can work. Amen. But he can do it right now. Amen. Doesn't need a big elaborate plan. Well, let me get, hey, let us say, hey, can we, can, we, can we continue this for next Sunday? No, that's Father's Day. Oh, he can't do a miracle on Father's Day? Oh, yeah, he sure can. But we're not waiting till Father's Day. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm not guaranteed to be here next week. I'm hoping to. I'm planning to. But you know what? I don't have time to plan for everything. I need God to do things right now for me. In Jesus' name. Hebrews 11:6. but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. We got to have faith if we're going to please God. If we're going to receive a miracle, we got to have faith. Amen. And it's a diligent faith. It's a faith in action. It's a faith you can see. Because the Bible said one time when Jesus healed a man, he said, Jesus saw their faith. You can see now faith. Amen. And Jesus only required one thing in order to perform a miracle for someone. Amen. And you know what? That one thing wasn't a plan. The one thing was the correct answer to the question, do you believe I can do this? Amen. His own family didn't believe at first. His mom always did, but his own family didn't believe. Amen. The Pharisees, scribes, and Sadducees didn't believe. There was always scoffers and mockers. But, oh, there was all kinds of people that believed. And they were the beneficiaries of the miracles. Do you believe I can do this? And an answer of yes got you a miracle from Jesus. Right there on the spot. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 9, 28. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. And Jesus said to them, do you believe that I'm able to do this? They said to him, yes, Lord. Good answer. Then he touched their eyes saying, according to your faith, let it be to you. And their eyes were opened. Mark chapter 9. A father with a devil-possessed son didn't know what to do, came to Jesus, and Jesus said to him in verse 23 of chapter 9 of Mark, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Amen. Oh, hallelujah. Come on now, soak it in and let your faith build. Let your faith build. Luke chapter 8, verse 49. When the... When the uh, the ruler of the synagogue's daughter was on her deathbed. He came to Jesus. But unfortunately, by the time he got to Jesus and they were on their way back to the house, somebody came running from the house and said, Don't trouble the master. She's di she died already. And so, you know, we appreciate him trying to come, but he didn't make it in time. And the Bible said in verse 849 of Luke, While he was still speaking, someone came from the ruler of the synagogue's house saying to him, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him, saying, Do not, he looked at the father, Do not be afraid. Only believe, and she will be made whole. Oh, you mean he can raise from the dead? You mean when it's, it's over? When you mean it's too late? Amen. 
When some, some of us here are sitting here saying, my situation is too late. My situation is dead. My situation doesn't have a pulse. Amen. Do not fear. Only believe. And God will resurrect that situation. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. John chapter 11, one of Jesus' good childhood friends, Lazarus, his sisters Mary and Martha. Lazarus died, and Jesus purposely waited a few days before coming up to Bethany where they lived. Amen. Everybody was mourning. Everybody was sad. Amen. The, the sisters were crying. Uh, they, they both said when Jesus came, if he would have been here, Lord, you know, Lord, you know, he wouldn't have died. And, and then, you know, then we get the famous uh, uh, shortest verse in the Bible, John eleven thirty nine, two two verses. Or John eleven thirty five, two verses. Jesus wept. He wept at his good, his friend's grave. Amen. God, that just shows you the humanity of Jesus. But Jesus is more than a human. More than just human. That's all we can do is cry sometimes in situations. Amen. But Jesus said, praise God. He wiped his eyes. And in verse 39 of chapter 11, he told the people, because they, you know, they had graves where they were in the side of a cave with a stone rolled over it. He said, roll away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench for he's been dead four days. So this wasn't just a little girl that just died. Her pulse was gone. Just a few minutes. Oh, no, tr trouble the master. This is four days. Amen. Our God. You don't put no limits on him. How long has that been dead? Four days. That might be a stink, Lord. Don't, don't open that. You know, I, I just let, just, we don't want to disrespect my brother's body. I'm, I'm going to bring him out of there. Amen. And Jesus said to her, after she, after she tried to reason with him uh, about all the, you know, this and that, and, you know, biology and anatomy and this and that, and, you know, talk to the funeral director and all these people, and they said all this. And Jesus said to her, did not I say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> On this little gloomy June day, where it just seems like, oh, all right, service is going to be over. We're going to go eat a nice warm lunch. Amen. Could it be that somebody's going to get a miracle before you walk out? Amen. I'm not looking at what's happening. I'm not looking at the weather. I'm not looking at anything. I'm just looking at people. If somebody has enough faith in Jesus... You can have it right now before you go. Because really, when you think about it, if not now, then when is it going to happen for me? If not here, then where is a better place than this day for it to happen? If not me, then who is it going to happen to? Why not me? Now is as good a time of any. Here is as good a place as any. And God wants to do it for you and me just like he does for anybody else he's done a miracle for. Have faith in God. Do you believe he can do it? Yes, I do. You see, God wants to, he's no respecter of persons. He doesn't show favoritism or partiality. Amen. Jesus wants Really what Jesus wants to know.
right now is, are, is everybody done with the excuses? Is everybody done with all the reasons why it can't happen this morning before we leave? Is everybody done with why, amen, what I, what I have that I need and what my miracle is, why it's physically and, or, or literally impossible, amen, for it to take place before I leave this place? Jesus said, are you guys all done? Martha, you done with all the four days? And, and this guy, you done because she died? Are you done because of this? Are you done because of that or whatever? Amen. Because let's allow Jesus to be who he wants to be in our midst this morning. He wants to be our healer and he wants to be our deliverer. And healing comes in the form of much more than just physical for our body. I'm praying for a mental healing. I'm praying for emotional healing. I'm praying for spiritual healing. And of course, I'm praying for physical healing. In the name of Jesus, deliver us, Lord. Heal us. See, the bottom line is he honors faith, now faith, fresh faith, faith in action. That's what he honors. And you know, nobody can have faith for you like you can. Amen. I can believe for you. Somebody else can believe for you. We can gather around, lay hands on you. Amen. But if you don't believe, then God's going to have a hard, much harder time healing you or giving you that miracle. Amen. Don't get me wrong. Amen. The more faith, the better. Praise God. We'll take all the faith from everybody's faith. Praise God. But nobody can have faith for you and your situation like you can. Jesus didn't. When those blind men came into the house, I'm sure there was other people in the house. Jesus didn't like, you know, when they said, you know, Lord, can you heal us? And he didn't like uh, just ask all the other people in the room, hey, do you think I can do this for this guy, these two people? Do you think I can heal these blind people? Do you think I can do it? No, he asked them. They're the ones that are blind. They're the ones that need the faith to believe. And when they said, yes, Lord, that's all he needed. That unlocked it. That released it. That let it happen in Jesus' name. Jesus told those two blind men, according to your faith, let it be to you. And it happened. Jesus told the woman with the issue of blood, who had an issue of blood 12 years and spent all she had with the doctors and got worse. He, she said, after he was, she was healed, Jesus said, your faith has made you whole. And Jesus told the leper when he cleansed the 10 lepers and only one of them came back to give God, God the glory. Amen. And Jesus said, where are the other nine? Only one came back to give God the glory. And he goes, yes, Lord. And he said, well, good, because you're going to get an extra blessing. Your faith has made you whole. Woo! Nothing, no faith like my faith for my situation. So let's stand. Okay, so now here comes the real part. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. I want to give everyone an opportunity to put your faith in action and to show God your now faith and to receive what you need from the Lord this morning. So my question to you is, do you believe Jesus is right here, right now, and that he can do for you right now what you need him to do for you? Yes. Amen. And if your answer is yes, 
I want to encourage you, show your faith and step out into the center aisle and make a line and we're going to have a prayer line right now and we're going to anoint every single person in this line and pray for them and you just line up and if you have to curve around or whatever amen to accommodate everybody and I'm believing that everybody that's in this line amen amen you show me your faith without your works I'll show you my faith by my works like Jess talked about last week amen you're showing God God's seeing faith right now he saw their faith you're showing God some now faith can I tell you the whole church is in the aisle here amen the whole church is in the aisle very encouraging What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.